what if they die while they're waiting for you? Oh my god. It's like we found your match, but but she's dead. dead. Hey everyone, welcome back to Too Cold to Bruise. I'm your co-host Allison. And I'm Colleen. And we did it! Woo-hoo! Episode 2, everyone. We made it like one week. <laughs> so proud of us. <laughs> I didn't think we would get more than 10 listeners. And on the first day alone, we had like 40. I know! That is so exciting. Thank you to all our family, friends, co-workers who supported us. Remember when we were looking at the results and we're like, who is listening in the UK, in (laughs) Saudi? We're like, oh my gosh. But thank you so much to all the support and love. Um, We hope you continue to support us and listen to us on our weekly episodes every Monday. Woo! Just a little side note that um, everything that you hear on this podcast is just our opinion. If you need professional advice, please go out and seek that. Thank you. Also, we are not affiliated with Marie Claire, Match.com, or Netflix, just so you guys know. But I mean, if they want to sponsor this podcast, let us know. Please slide (laughs) into our DMs. Thank you. Can I say something? What? You know, I I thought about this, um, like, last week, because you guys were asking me, what am I doing for my birthday, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, f*** man, what am I f***ing doing? What am I doing with my life? (laughs) Happens every year. Totally <laughs> every normal. Year. Totally every year normal. I have the same thing. What am I doing with my f***ing life, bro? Um, do you think do you think you found your soulmate? <laughs> this is too soon. <laughs> oh, I wish this was recorded because your oh. face it was just like what? I You think you found your soulmate? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Well, Match.com says... Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. But if you want to sponsor us... We're open. Match.com did a... Study? A study or something. They asked 2,000 people and apparently... So women will find their soulmate by 25 and men will find their soulmate by 28. (laughs) Sorry. If you saw my face... No, No, but think about it. Okay. But how can- all the people you've met, right? We're almost 30. Think about it. We're close. We're, mm-hmm. we're getting there, mm-hmm. you know? I know. What if your soulmate is the Costco cashier and you just never knew it? I... <laughs> okay, the reason why I say Costco cashier, because there's this one Costco cashier. We're both thinking of one Costco cashier, but it's a different one. <laughs> Wait, who are you thinking about? Which, which location? Which location? Warden. Yes, yeah. Warden! But every time I'm there, I'm like, so bummy, bro. Like, <laughs> What if your soulmate was the guy in your building? Oh my gosh, yo, there's this guy in my building. I swear to you, like, whenever like we're in the same elevator, I, I press the wrong floor. So he thinks I'm on the 21st floor. No, but like, that's what you need to do yeah. to protect yourself as a woman. Yeah. Even though he might have good intentions, you just mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, I want you to read this. I want you to read this article. Okay? Oh my god. Okay. It's from Marie Claire. Here you go. Read this. <laughs> reliable source, sure. <laughs> Very reliable. This is the age you're most likely to meet the one. This the was one. made in January 2016. Mm-hmm. The picture is of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Okay, okay. We get it. Okay. How long did it take you to kiss your partner on the first date? You know what people are doing on their first date? This was dating 
in 2016. This was pre. This is pre-COVID. This yeah, is different. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Okay. How long did it take you to kiss your partner on the first date? How about how long it took to sleep with him? Okay, let's say them to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Or say I love you. And when did you finally move in together? Our answers to these important questions about our relationship milestones are all different, but Match.com have done a study to find out what the national average is. The dating website interviewed over 2,000 people about the relationship, asking everything from when they became Facebook official. <laughs> God, this is okay, so 2016. Match, the, I swear to you, they never asked anyone from Toronto. This, yeah. this result is not, it's not accurate. It's not accurate to what's happening in Toronto. <laughs> Hell no. To I what? love you, bro. People aren't even posting their relationships on Instagram, okay? People have been together for five years and you won't even know about it. <laughs> We all know, if you're listening, if you're one of our 10 listeners, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> How many relationships have you had where you've never posted about them? 100%. 100%. Like, That's what I mean. You see my page, it's just me. Because it's always just been me. <laughs> okay, okay, let me continue. Okay. The average woman finds her life partner at the age of 25, while for men, they're more likely to find their soulmate at 28 with half of people finding the one in their 20s. They also found that most people waited five months to say I love you for the first time. (laughs) And to also update... Five months? Okay. Do you think that's too long or too short? It depends, honestly. This is an average, right? So I think it's right in the middle. People do it earlier, people do it longer. Mm -hmm. They also found out that most people waited five months to say I love you for the first time and to also update the relation status on Facebook and six months till they were given their own drawer at their partner's home. First of all, who's living alone? Six months for a drawer, listen. All you do is just bring your whole bag and you just leave it there. Yeah, your gym bag. Everyone has a good life or fit for less bag they don't use. You know what I mean? A drawer. Okay, six months. Okay. I know some girls are bringing it in the first day just leave it there. Ooh. Did I leave um, my rubber band there? Just an excuse, just so I can go yeah. back. <laughs> Did I leave well. my five pairs of shoes there? It gets to that point. <laughs> if it takes longer to hold hands with a new partner than it does to kiss them. I don't agree with that. The research says with Wait, 30... Wait, think you... I hold hands... Yeah. You hold hands right away? Yeah. Like when you first meet someone, you're like, let me hold your hand? Not like two seconds after meeting them, but I find the progression is holding hands and then eventually kissing i don't think i really hold hands in general i'm not really a holding hands person i guess unless we're like in a crowd because bro i get lost in a crowd so like Mm -hmm. that's when we like hold hands but i don't really hold hands like in general interesting okay Okay. You're, yeah, you are holding hands. Yeah, I'm a hand holder, yeah. With 34% of respondents saying they'd wait a week or two before holding hands. What? A week <laughs> or two before holding hands? You okay. know what people are doing the first night? Day. Bro, after, no, but this was 2016, okay? This yeah, study was in 2016. No one's holding hands after 2020. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's yeah, true. no one's, f- that. No one's holding hands. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how these results are impacted by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So 31% say they'd kiss their date immediately if things were going well. Only 31. 
No judgment, you know. It's a small sample size. It's 2,000 people. Okay. So, and when it comes to having sex for the first time, the answers were divided, with 27% saying they'd wait between one or two weeks to sleep with their partner for the first time, and 23% waiting a month. So a month, okay. After, like, how many dates is that? Well, it depends how frequently you see them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think one date a week. When you're new, when you're dating somebody new one date a week but i literally haven't gone on a date in over a year (laughs) it's not really responsible (sighs) yo what is there to do now hey um do you want to go and sit outside that's what i mean you can't do this is the thing i think a lot of people will have sex way sooner than Mm -hmm. a couple weeks in a month because you cannot do the things you usually would do you can't go to museums. You can't go out to eat at restaurants. Like Movies, classic. You literally will Netflix and chill. That yeah. is the most and safest thing you can do. Yeah, it's true. This is also when people tend to introduce partners. Why are you laughing? Sorry, I'm just like, I'm just thinking about... Are you thinking about like <laughs> your timeline? Sorry, go, keep going. <laughs> With engagements typically happening after two years, weddings taking place after three, and kids after four. Quite- I know people who've been together since freaking high school and there's no ring. And then there's people who have dated for like a year or like six months and there's a ring. You can't really put a time frame. They it. make this, this is so linear, right? They're saying after a year they get in. Um, but I, but then again, they asked like 2,000 random people, but none from Toronto. 100% they didn't ask anyone from Toronto. <laughs> there's no way. I don't believe this. What are you painting? What picture are you trying to paint about I'm just, okay, anyways, Toronto continue. dating culture? but there are people like my brother and his wife who i literally went to summer school in finland for a month and i Mm -hmm. came back and they were getting married (laughs) okay while each relationship moves at its own pace daters are often reassured by comparing their experiences with others dating expert kate taylor said oh that's what she said we all ask our friends when did you know your partner was the one or how long did you wait before you kissed if your relationship isn't falling within these time frames use them to adjust your expectations oh oh i don't like this you were supposed to expect a ring in two years it just i don't know i feel like it doesn't apply now the and here's the thing this is a survey right I, so i think people are answering in a conventional way mm-hmm. people are are answering answering in a way that they think is most likely socially acceptable mm-hmm. but the thing is you don't predict your relationship why is your hands so sweaty i don't know oh my god <laughs> just, just, leave me alone oh my god <laughs> are you nervous no i'm not okay. I don't know. My hands just got sweaty. Okay. Let me live. Okay. Okay. And, but that's the thing. Like yeah. this term of like, if you've already met your soulmate, do you know how many people we coexist with every single day? Mm-hmm. Think about when you used to commute to work and all the people you'd interact with on the go. Mm-hmm. What if one of no, those people is your husband? Think about the relationships you have now, whether it be friends or past relationships. Do you think any of them could have possibly be your soulmate? I don't know. I don't know about you, but do you... <laughs> That one person you think about mm-hmm. that you're like, this could have worked. Yes, but then f- reality sets in, okay? It's you're true. like, listen. It's true. You're like making up scenarios in your head about this one person where you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Things could have worked. But you gotta like 
put yourself first and really think like mm-hmm. don't be stupid okay this is not gonna work you know as much as you had this idea of what it would have been like with that person mm-hmm. in reality it wouldn't have worked out in the end yeah because you can't control how that person lives their life right so if you're listening to this podcast and you're over 25 and you haven't found the one don't worry don't worry <laughs> Colin and I are in the same group. <laughs> yeah, so this is her admitting that she is over 25 as much as she likes to say she's not. All and that's I'm the thing is that you can't you can't put an age to it. Like if it happens, it happens. And you attract what you put out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you like I don't like using the word desperate, but you if you are looking for someone just to be with someone that puts out a certain energy out there. Yeah. If you're doing you, if you're focusing on you and doing what you like, it'll attract the right people. I want to talk about intersectionality because what like is that? it is don't ask me to define things. <laughs> we are talking about our our experience with dating and finding love and relationships from our points of view. Like yeah. we're both Filipino, we're both women. Yeah. You know, you're straight, I'm queer. But there's so many other things that play into your relationships and love and dating, right? Like your your culture or your religion might influence when you get married and you might feel a greater pressure to be married because of that as an example. Yeah. So we're only saying what we know from our experiences, but we know it's different for everybody. Yeah. We're we're um unprofessionals. Yeah, like this is not real advice. <laughs> I think we're just talking If you need real advice and real help, um dot com. <laughs> Dude, we need to cut that out. They didn't sponsor that. I know. Um, then definitely go out and seek professional advice because this is just uh, from our opinion and our point of view, you know? So now that we've talked about the whole dating scene back in 2016, just based off of this survey, mm-hmm. we talked about finding the one one day, whether it be online or whatever. Mm-hmm. Think about the future and what the future of dating would look like, okay? <laughs> Have you seen The One on Netflix? No. It was on my list because okay. I saw the preview. There was an actress with a good accent. So it was like, of course, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> She's your type. She's my type. She's definitely your type. Yeah. But I haven't watched it, but I know what it's about. Okay. Do you want to explain? Um, Basically, this is the future. It's like a new world. Think of like Black Mirror vibes and it energy. It does give Black Mirror vibes. Yeah. yeah. All you have to do is send a strand of your hair, which has your DNA to this company and it matches you with your one and it's this guaranteed like your your true match it's of your like, soulmate your soulmate yeah. yeah that's what they say and that's what they advertise and they're like if you do this you'll find your match and this is the person you'll immediately fall in love with and connect with yeah but then it gets juicy because there's like death in it or something oh my god so gosh. i don't know yeah. i finished I finished it in a day. <laughs> it's only eight episodes, so I was able to finish it. And without any spoilers, okay, would you, if you were in that situation, what like sending my hair? Let's say, let's say right now. Okay. Let's say right now we have this technology available to us, right? Mm-hmm. And this science. Would you do it right now? I don't know if I would do it because. <laughs> 
have I really lived my whole life and like everything I wanted to do before I settle down? But here's the thing. It only works if like everyone basically has to submit it. So your information can be in their system until it matches with someone. Right. So your soulmate may not even appear because they chose not to submit their DNA. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. And like, oh, so you still want to do it? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it feels like an ethical dilemma. Like, of course, I want to do it. But do I really want to do it? Okay, so let me give you another scenario. You are now pushing 40. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You want to have a kid and you want to get married. Right. And you're still single. Would you then submit your DNA? Yes. So, so you're like yes so okay that kind of makes me feel bad because then i'm just using my soulmate right like i'm not at no this but age, here's I'm the thing ready. here's the premise of the show it's like once you meet each other it's instant connection yeah it's not even like oh my god i do I? i'm kind of like using you because i submitted my dna and you submitted your dna it's more like i want to find the one for me mm-hmm. but I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to ruin it for you and ruin it for our, our followers. But there's obviously, there's people who are already in relationships. Oh. Okay, you know what? I have wow. to go there. Spoiler, wow. spoil, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. There are people who are already in relationships who then submit their DNA to the one. Wow. Just to see if the partner that they're with, like, what if that's not my soulmate? Wow. I See, if I was in a relationship and I was married and had kids with that person, I would not do that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Because, like, what if they're not the one? It's just going to be in your head the whole time. And, like, a family falls apart because of that. Spoiler alert. A family does fall apart because <laughs> of that. <laughs> so, I, I wrote the There's show. a couple. Mm-hmm. And they both agree that they will never do it. They will never submit their DNA. Wow. They both agree. They're married and they're like, we are the one for each. I love you. There's no one else for me. Right. But like this whole idea of finding your soulmate and like the what if mm-hmm. like drove this woman crazy. Yeah. So she took her husband's um, hair and submitted it without his consent. Should I go further? Do you want to know? No, no, no. Now I'm going to watch it. Like, obviously, I know what happens. Like, they're not the one for each other. Yeah. See? I'll stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would mess me up. See, Mm -hmm. if I was already... If that thing came on and I was, like, having a perfect and happy life, just knowing that's available to you to be, like, yes or no would mess me up. Think about relationships now where, let's say someone has been with this person... Their whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, what if this person isn't the one because I haven't gotten the chance to experience someone else? Mm-hmm. It's it's similar to that. Yeah, I get it. But also the the concept of the one of sending in your DNA and like seeing who you're matched with mm-hmm. is almost kind of like you being forced to or being told like this is the person you're supposed to love. Like yeah. your choice gets taken away. Like... They're saying you are genetically predisposed to this person and them being your soulmate. 
Yeah. So you get your your ability to choose and your autonomy taken away. And I don't know if that's a theme in the show, but I will let you know once I watch it. But yeah, I'd be like, F- it. You do it. If I was single, I would do it. If I was married, I wouldn't do it. Same. If I was married, like, I, no, I wouldn't do it because, like, no, no, no. Once you know, you can't unknow. Exactly. Once you know, you can't unknow. But if I was in that situation where I was single and I wasn't meeting anyone in real life, Mm -hmm. you know, I would do it. But then what if the person you're meant to be with as that single person is someone who's married? Oh, but no, if they but never that's submitted the thing. It, that, okay, okay. that could happen because, well, that married person submitted their DNA to the one. But that's not my problem. Yeah, like, yeah. you're married. I'm not <laughs> married, you know? Oh, my God. You know what would be f- crazy, too? I don't know if they have this plot in the show. Okay. But what if they, what if someone doesn't know they're gay and they... <laughs> And then don't they're look at me, don't look at me. <laughs> and their one is someone of the same sex, and they're like, "This doesn't make any sense." I'm uh, looking at you, and that is the case. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wrote the show. You don't even need to watch the show, Call. You don't need to watch the show. Really? I want to watch it. <laughs> it's really good. You can literally finish it in a day. Wow. I mean, I have the weekend. <laughs> you do have the weekend. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds really good, though. Yeah. I was just thinking too, I'm like, what if I what if I don't like who I get? <laughs> no, that's with? the thing. You guys are genetically meant for each other. So, so you weird. think that you're oh, what if I don't like this person? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Like but when you meet this person, you're like... instantly attracted to them. Everything about them just consumes you. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if that's healthy. That's no, kinda... it's it will Okay, in the show, okay. like, there's parts where it's like, this is not healthy, oh. you know? Um, but over, oh, my God, overall, I don't know. I don't know. If I were, would I do it now? I don't think I would do it right now. Like, I'm not, like, desperate to find my soulmate right now. But I do agree if I was in that situation where, like, I am older, I'm alone, I want a family, mm-hmm. you know, I want to spend every day with someone now, you know? So would you do it? I would consider it. But then you know what it eats away at me? I'm like, what if me waiting means my soulmate already put in their DNA and they're waiting on me? Like, it's, it will be, be at their possibility. Expense. Yeah. Or you're waiting so long that your soulmate is already married and they submitted or their DNA dead. because they're like, I'm done waiting. I've been waiting five years on this list. I'm just going to go get married. What if they die while they're waiting for you? Oh, my God. It's like, we found your match, but she's dead. dead. (laughs) See, this is the dilemma I have, right? I'm like, I know I can do it, but we'll, like, there's another person on the other end who Mm -hmm. does it. Yeah, like, what if she's dead? Sucks for you. you. That makes me want to submit it faster and sooner, right? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll just do it. I'll do it. Okay. You do it now? Yeah, because... I don't know what it, I don't know what's on the other side. I don't know if they're waiting, if they're Oh, yeah, sick, that's true. Or, because here's I mean? the thing. The one is worldwide. It's not just in Canada. Bro. So your one can be anywhere around the world. It can be in New Zealand. Wow. Exactly. That's crazy. That's another twist. That's cool. Yeah. What you if don't... your one, though, is so, like, and you don't speak the same language? 
That'd be crazy. That's the thing. On the show, like, there's people who meet, like, via Skype or, like, FaceTime <gasps> because they're on the other side of the world. I literally want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> like, downstairs when we're done. I filming. highly recommend it. It's only eight episodes, and so eight I'm hours. hoping there's a season two. It's really um, good. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Um, A nine. Really? It's good. Wow. Are there any, like, dumb parts or, like, you know how when you watch some shows, you're like, why did they choose to do this? That's so stupid. No, it gets better. Really? It gets juicy. Okay, but is there a cliffhanger at the end? Kind of. Ugh. Kind of, yeah. That's that. why I'm hoping there is a season two. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because they mentioned something mm-hmm. about the company, right? And you're like, okay, so if that's the case, then can you? is there really just the one? Oh. <gasps> I got goosebumps. What if there's more than one? Yeah, this operates under an assumption that love is monogamous. That's not the case for many people. All I'm saying is watch the show. Watch the show. It's so good. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That wraps up episode two of Two Cold Brews. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for freshly brewed episodes every Monday for your weekly dose of entertainment. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Cold Brews. For sneak peeks and teasers, you can check out our Instagram page. Speaking of teasers, if you'd like to hear one right now, stay tuned. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. Set. Oh my gosh, she's dripping, she's dripping, she's drip, 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 drip. Ew. Ew. Why? Why do you let... Uh, 